Welcome to the Breaking Barriers podcast. I'm Shubhi Agrawal, co-founder and chief operating officer at Locobus and your host for the day. Today I'm joined by a guest who embodies the spirit of breaking barriers in her career and entrepreneurial journey. Rasika's integrated marketing approach during her previous profiles makes her a formidable marketer, launching Soulful, promoting ragi and other traditional grains for kids, time-starved moms and working women and entrepreneurs. She has truly broken barriers around how health can be tasty. Goes without saying, all the rich corporate experience in communication and advertising helped her to connect with the customers. Let's welcome Rasika Prashant. Hi everyone. So Rasika, your career journey has taken you from PR to outdoor advertising to BTL expert and digital advertising planner. How have you managed to navigate and adapt to these diverse areas of expertise successfully? So, uh, Shubhi, if I have to just tell you, for me, it was all about the quest to learn. I was just always very curious and I wanted to learn as much as possible. And uh, the way I approached it was like if I didn't put in my best and I didn't really go the whole hog, it could be somebody else who could, you know, who could gain out of that opportunity. And that's what made me like. And uh, so when I started working, if you look at my career graph initially, it was a lot with advertising agencies. And um, most, advert- I mean, most of us would agree that, you know, it's not the most well-paid job. But I think yeah. the wealth of experience that you get, the kind of people that you get to interact with, uh, the various different aspects of the business that you get to deal with. So my mom always taught me that, you know, and my mom is a, I mean, she's a very, very successful, uh, she's a, I mean, she she retired as the CEO of a shipping company. And she always taught me that, you know, the learning curve is very limited. So learn as much as you can till whenever you can and when you have the bandwidth, because then you can always apply and then the rest of your life is to apply. So it was that it was just the willingness to learn and that curiosity. That's wonderful. And I'm very happy to hear about your mother. Congratulations. Thank you. You've worked with some of the best brands and brands in the industry. What have been some of the biggest challenges you've faced and how have you overcome them? I think uh, I was very fortunate to have worked with very, very big brands. And uh, in that journey, there was a lot of learning. And the idea was that each face is different. Each aspect is different. Each business is different. So to be able to understand it to the depth, to be able to read it to the depth, because at the end of the day, you want to put yourself in the shoes of the brands that you're working with because finally what matters to them is revenue and to be able to get that idea and to layer their business objectives onto our business objectives i think that approach worked very well and it helped me kind of quest through any other any challenge or hurdle that i had how do you see the journey to of soulful to tata soulful how do you approach the task of creating a successful brand and what are some of the key strategies that you used so the blend of Soulful and Tata Soulful is is a clear uh, dichotomy where it, it is the might of Tata and the agility of Soulful that comes into play. The credibility that Tata has and the millennial appeal that Soulful has. And with the International Year of Millets 2023, which is this year, being yeah. such a large plank and such a big movement for Millets as a grain in our country. And it's an international year, so it's worldwide. It's about taking all the technology, the know-how, the millet awareness, the product quality, along with the credibility of Tata and the trust that Tata enjoys. And to actually, you know, to accelerate the entire growth of millet awareness layered with Tata Soulful and making this ancient grain accessible and also like fashionable and cool for today's consumer. 
So while there is a lot of millet awareness out there, how do you kind of translate that for a consumer where he says, you know, I understand millets are good. I understand there are all of these benefits. I understand there are different type of millets. I understand the government is doing all this for the farmers. But, you know, millets are not easy to dabble with. It's not easy to make, you know, it, it is not easy to use or process at home. So there is where we offer from Tata because then the credibility is really high. Products made out of millets, which are in simple format in, in like modern formats which the consumer understand and makes that, you know, last mile of millet consumption easy for that consumer. And not only to be able to, you know, succeed with it in India, but also to be able to take it international where the credibility of Tata is there overall and even the landscape of Tata is there. And more importantly, to be able to use the sales and distribution strengths that Tata has and to make nutrition a better for you offering actually available at an affordable price point at the grassroots. Truly make a difference to the way every child in India eats at the same affordable price point with the whole distribution machinery of Tata Consumer Private Limited. So you mentioned that you believe success is all about problem solving. Can you tell us about a particularly challenging problem that you faced in your career and entrepreneurial journey and how did you solve it? At various stages of this entrepreneurial journey, there have been problems. But in hindsight, those problems seem like, you know, just an opportunity to learn. It's all about creating opportunity out of adversity and keeping that mantra going. It's been, you know, if we look back, none of these problems seem relevant. They seem very trivial today. And uh, yeah, I think uh, one of the most important challenges that we faced is uh, when we ventured into making millets more mainstream and relevant, They millets have different names and connotations in different parts of the country because yeah. India is very, very versatile. You know, how do you build awareness for a growing brand when your spends to revenue ratio needs to be optimized, but to be able to create tactical marketing interventions with a budgeted, with like limited budget, and to be able to get that reach to the consumer and create that brand and create the awareness for it, keeping your tight budgets. I think that was one of the most exciting challenges which we were able to, just with the right perspective, kind of take it through. Since you must have done a bunch of campaigns over a period of time, can you talk about any particular campaign that was memorable or close to you and what made it stand out? I think... Uh, each of my campaigns have been very, very dear to me from the first campaign to our latest campaign that we did for Musili, wherein we created a very, very different plank and approach for Millet Musili or Musili from is generally a more commodity product. It's more ingredient led. It's either fruit and nut or crunchy or, you know, no added sugar. But how you could bring emotion into it rather than just dialing up the benefit and, you know, a, a sweet banter between your an early job or couple. And how you bring that whole idea of millets being wholesome and giving you a better bowl and tying it up to today's new gen who is all about aspiration. And when do they start eating products like Musili is when they realize that, you know, I, I deserve something better. And that to, you know, to tie up that whole messaging emotionally and to bring it out to the consumer, it's, it's been a great campaign. But having said that, my first campaign for Ragi Bites, which is our kids portfolio, is as iconic because we have our mascot, which is Grancha Mancha, the monster. And we have taken him all the way through in any form of visual merchandise or promotions or the pack per se and kept him alive. So I think each campaign is like a baby and it's equally dear to me. Very interesting. By the way, Soulful is a very, we have a very regular consumption of Soulful in our house as well. Thank, thank you for making that. What is it that you could? 
So, B, what is it that you consume? Uh, so, I like the chocolate bites, the runny nice. filled chocolate ones. Nice. So, I love those. And so do my kids. Actually, one, the, yeah, my nine-year-old loves the chocolates. So, I think ragi with the chocolate becomes drawn easier to consume. We have a very popular saying at Soulful, you know, our ragi bites is like the mother outside and the child inside. <laughs> because the mother outside is the ragi and the cream filling is the child. It, create, it kind of makes those moments between a mother and a child a lot more pleasurable than a tug of war because the child wants to eat it and the mother is also okay to give it. So yeah, I mean, you just nailed it by saying exactly what we are trying to do. With no, it, it just totally resonates with uh, everybody and I, I am a mother so I know I it's very difficult to get children to eat healthy and the more I try to push millets and the wholesome uh, greens on their plates, the more they resist it. So this is a great idea. They happily eat it in their tiffins as well. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask you another question. What advice would you give to someone who is just starting out in an industry or a profession like yours? Like what should they be looking out for? How can, what is your mantra of success? Any word of wisdom for them? All I would say is embrace the uncertainty. Get your hands dirty. Lead by example. No work is small or big. No amount of information or exposure is less. Uh, gather as much as information you can get. Take informed decisions. Your gut plays an important role, but data is king at the end of the day. And like I said, like be humble and just be focused on what you're going to do. Success always comes with hard work and passion. And if you have hard work and passion, nobody can take success away from you. I completely align with you. When it comes to women entrepreneurs, what do you think, what are the biggest barriers women entrepreneurs face and what can they do to overcome it? So, I mean, I would actually twist that, right? Like, let's not look at it as a barrier. Let's look at it as an opportunity. I mean, yeah. because for me, it's always about making an opportunity out of adversity. So what happens that there are fewer women in the workforce, if we like it or we don't like it, uh, yeah. as compared to men. And uh, what happens is that because women also wear multiple hats at home. And hence, we tend to think that, you know, it's. A, I mean, you know, I'm multitasking and it's a great thing. I feel that uh, twofold from a woman herself, if she prioritizes what she has to do and does one thing at a time and does that well, I think that kind of makes the time that she puts into anything a lot more worthwhile. So that's one part of it. The second part of it is don't give up. Keep at it because your kids will grow older and you know, whatever you're doing or learning, time will pass. But when you look back, the amount of stimulation that you would have got or the example that you would have set for your children that would be commendable. And lastly, I feel that, uh, you know, a lot of women would say that if there is a room full, I mean, there's a there's a boardroom full, there'll be fewer women versus men. Men have a way to get their work done. And that's the style that the world at large appreciates. Women have another way to get their work done. Rather than trying to say, why are people not accepting if I behave like a man? Look at what is your own niche? What is your own style? People do appreciate it. And in fact, it's a lot more easier to fit into your own mold and get things done. And hence you look within. So we always say in marketing, right? Look at your consumer and accordingly tailor your communication. Your, your consumer is not going to like, so if you have a product, tailor it to your consumer's want. Because then you're going into the consumer's life and satisfying his wants. Rather than saying, I have a product and the consumer needs to tailor themselves for me. So I feel that approach always works. And lastly, don't have an imposter. It's fine if you are standing for the right and if you're telling the right thing and you're getting judged, it's okay. 
trust me because finally when you make sense somehow somebody will realize that you made sense and it's it's okay yeah voicing out the right kind of opinion is so very important because absolutely um you can't be somebody else yeah you can long run yeah i agree with you what was the biggest risk you've ever taken and how did it pay off i think the biggest risk i ever took was moving back to india to give back to the india story because there was Which a year was that in the year of 2011 so okay. when we moved back and i mean there was everything tempting to stay back in i mean in the usa but move back to give back to the india story took that punt and i think that's really been off because it's a you know that journey of purpose to give back to the country and to really make a difference in the way one would bring back millets to the forefront and bring back this ancient grain and make it a hero in the mainstream to then land on you know un declaring 2023 as the international year of millets when we started off like 10 years ago nobody even knew the word millet people knew ragi yeah. people knew bajra people knew nachni all of one very few pockets Yeah. yeah but very few people know like somebody who ate ragi did not know ragi is the same as nachni yeah. so to be able to actually strive through that uh, i think that's the biggest risk and it's completely you know wonderful your story is same as mine looks like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you so much rasika for spending time with us it was really a pleasure having you on this podcast for breaking barriers we will be talking on uh, this podcast about different obstacles that women entrepreneurs particularly face in order to succeed in the business as well as the strategies for the success thank you so much for uh, sharing your strategies uh, your personal snippet the stories that you shared with us in this very brief module we really appreciate your time and uh, we look forward to talking to you again very soon thank you thank you so much <laughs>